Welcome to Small Business Big Network, the podcast for small business owners who want big results from their networking. I'm Liz Drury, a freelance voiceover artist who knows that if you're not working, then networking could help. Estelle Cartledge is a tutor running a tuition service matching tutors to students and also the founder of My Business Solution, a platform that helps small business owners with the day-to-day running of their business. When it comes to networking, she says that new networkers should bear in mind that everyone was daunted at their first visit and what you need to do is find the right meeting for you and stick with it. Thank you very much for being my podcast guest today, Estelle. Thank you for having me. Now, you run um, a tuition service which has led on to a completely new business that we'll talk about in a minute, but you started out as a classroom teacher, is that right? Well, yeah. Um, originally, I started out as a recruitment consultant, but uh-huh. um, <laughs> yeah, over over my life, I've done um, some different things, but I've ended up into teaching um, and I've taught in primary schools, secondary schools and further ed um, and that led me to want to leave mainstream teaching <laughs> and uh, set up a tuition company. Um, so that's what I did and then as you say that led into other things as well but I, st- I do still tutor because I do like still working mm. with the children. Um, and what, what subjects were you teaching? Uh, me personally, I teach maths and English, and the idea of the tuition company was because uh, I was able to support a lot of children because I dealt with children that weren't accessing mainstream education. Mm. I was able to support them in a lot of subjects, but when it actually came down to needing a tutor to get through an exam, I didn't think that it was fair that I was supporting them and I'm not a specialist in physics or chemistry. Um, So that was how I came about um, employing other tutors to do those those for me. That was how the agency came about. And then... um, Obviously, I started wanting to help those tutors earn more money for themselves and and start their own businesses. And this has led me here. Yeah. So what was it that, that led you to uh, an interest in teaching in the first place? Uh, my mum's a teacher and it was it, it's that helping people and, and helping students. I've got children of my own, um, but it was a way initially to obviously get around our own lifestyles, our, mm. our teaching around our own children. Um, but I just loved working working with the students. And I particularly liked working with students that weren't able to access mainstream where the provision for them or the system was letting them down, really. Yeah. So, and so what kind of children were those children with um, learning difficulties? Yeah, so they it was either learning difficulties, uh, additional needs, they may have been uh, medical issues, mm. it may be uh, behaviour related, uh, school refusers, um, but there was, there was a host of different things which obviously made it very challenging when you're mm. dealing with a lot of different things within one unit, um, but then you've got uh, students with ASD etc as well and anxiety issues and the mental health over the last few years increased mm. as well, um, so it was kind of time for me to be able to get out of the system and support those families and work closer with those families in a tuition capacity rather than just as a teacher. Yeah. And so what was it that you sort of made you make that decision to to, to leave the classroom? 
I've I've run a couple of my own businesses uh, previously in in a previous life, and I just wanted to be self employed again. I just wanted to be in control of what I what I was doing and where I was going, uh, because I didn't want to be on that kind of wheel of you've now got to do this, you've got to go for that mm. promotion in order to to move on. It was I I wanted to be in control of of my own destiny really. Yeah. Did you find it difficult to make that leap from being employed to being self-employed? <laughs> Financially, yes. Um, <laughs> because it's it's always one of those things that you, there's a lot of people that do that and they, they're not really prepared for, yes, I'm very good at what I do. Mm. I think I'll just put a few posts on Facebook and I'll whip up a website and it'll all be fine. And mm. and then the realisation of running a business is, oh, that's really not how it works. <laughs> this takes a long time. Um, and so, yeah, but it was it, it was lucky. Obviously, I've got a lot of contacts in the industry anyway, so um, it, it kind of went on quite quickly really yeah and so when when did you actually start doing your, your tutoring uh that was about three and a half years ago now so was that during um, the pandemic yeah right uh, at the beginning yeah and yeah. what yeah how did that affect you uh not too bad everybody went online um yeah. although it, that took a while um I, I'd, I'd done tutoring previously um just as a side thing after school um, but very quickly everybody went online, but there was a lot of issues with, uh, what systems they were using. Obviously everybody learned zoom very, very quickly, mm-hmm. but with the schools, they had, uh, Google classrooms, team meets, things like that already yeah. set up. So with regards to students, they were already getting that from school. So that wasn't too difficult yeah. to move them over to that, um, after school for tuition as well. Yeah. And what would you say makes a good tutor? Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> now this, uh, uh, and again, this is why I provide the service, the tuition side of it that I do, because a good tutor is not just somebody who has got a whole list of qualifications mm-hmm. uh, in their in their chosen subject. And, and I often get parents saying, well, um, have they got this? Have they got that? Are they are they teaching currently? Are they exam markers? Mm. And and that's not always what a child needs. And that's why there's the approach that I've got of personally matching them, mm. because sometimes they need maybe um, somebody that's in their fourth year of university that's a bit closer to their age yeah. that has got a different teaching and learning style, because over the years teachers and and staff get into the habit of delivering in a certain way or and they've got certain teaching styles which not everybody is not everybody is open to Mm. um so I mean my teaching style is very different uh, from some colleagues of mine and I know when I meet students I can tell immediately I'm not the right person to be teaching you but this person is because of maybe their personality, their delivery. And it's not always just about the uh, the qualifications and the subject knowledge. Of course, they need that, but it's that's not always the be-all and end-all. Yeah, yeah. So how did you go, go about finding other tutors that you could work alongside who had, had different skill sets to you? Uh, again, I've got a lot of contacts, obviously, within the industry as well. But uh, that is, once you, it's like anything, once you get in that 
that circle, you would then realise just how many other people there are to network with. So uh, that was the beginning, I suppose, of the networking. I didn't really realise that was networking mm-hmm. at the time, but that was uh, LinkedIn and connecting with people on there and really using who I already knew, especially during the pandemic, because teachers were at home. So they wanted that extra, they needed that extra time, wanted that extra money to do things. um, And they had time to do it. So it was really just a case of referrals. um, And do you know an A-level chemistry teacher? Yes, I do. Would they Mm -hmm. be interested? Uh, And then you just kind of have have a meeting, have an interview with them. Um, most of the time, all of their background checks would be, um, would be done by the school, but obviously we do them anyway. So yeah, it wasn't too, it wasn't too difficult to find, to find tutors during that time. A little bit more difficult now, mm-hmm. um, because parents have gone back to wanting face-to-face tutoring. Yeah. Um, whereas tutors want to stay online because they can <laughs> maximize their time of course um because there's no traveling involved but yeah it was easier then than it is now ironically <laughs> so how many tutors would you say you you currently work with i currently work with uh, around 38 um depending on who's teaching who's teaching when um but yeah it's it, it works and not everybody teaches all the time mm. um some people have got more people than others if you teach GCSE maths you're likely to have more students than if you teach A-level Spanish for example Um, (laughs) but it's it's having that bank of teachers um, and tutors there in in case you get those inquiries in Um, but some people had an inquiry for aeronautical engineering oh. one day. Um, it's like, hmm, let me get back to you on that one. Um, <laughs> I will try, but um, yeah, it's uh, there's there's some very obviously the the standard you have English, math, science, Welsh. Um, yeah, I am in Wales. Um, Welsh is a is a big one. So yeah, and so is there a particular area that you cover? Is it mainly Wales, or are you working with people all, all over the place? No, so across Cardiff and Newport are the main areas where we've got tutors that can do face-to-face yeah. tuition because obviously they need to be within travelling yeah. distance. Um, but generally across across the UK, I've got tutors across the UK working online and students, um, mainly in the three core subjects. But yeah. like I say, we do do try and help everybody and we'll, we'll look for people if you want if you want to get in contact and say I need somebody to teach me German then I will endeavour to find a German tutor for you <laughs> yeah so let's chat about your, your new service now which is called My Business Solution so what is it and, and how did it come about so it started with the platform for tutors because I was finding that teachers um, who wanted to actually leave the profession and not just do tutoring part time, they very, very good at what they do, but they don't necessarily have um, any business acumen mm-hmm. or business skills. Mm-hmm. And so it's a it's an all in one platform uh, that is literally consolidates everything in one place. Um, it's very very easy to use. Uh, obviously, everything's a learning curve, but <laughs> it, it is very easy to use. Um, and it was done so that people had that kind of stepping stone, had that foot in the door of knowing because nobody expects anybody to understand what sales funnels are, lead mm-hmm. magnets. Um, um, but it's not it's not difficult. It's just having it having it all in one place. Mm. And then I kind of when I when I started networking and doing that, the the more I was talking to 
people because networking is really hard when you're a tutor um (laughs) some people will come back to you and they'll they'll say uh, the only response you'll get is oh I've got a friend with a teenager and and then that makes (laughs) that makes a conversation like quite difficult Mm -hmm. um so and it wasn't until I was talking to other business owners like very very uh, accomplished electricians and car valeters and things like that that they they've done the same thing and they've they've left their profession working for somebody else to set up their own business completely underestimated the the amount that's involved in running your mm-hmm. own business and all the different hats that you have to wear um so my biz solution came came about so now I'm a kind of networking and and opening that to all industries yeah so what what's on the platform what does it kind of take the place of Oh, now then. Um, <laughs> so it's it's it literally is an all-in-one platform. So we're constantly developing new done-for-you content, uh, templates, email marketing, funnels, all those types mm-hmm. of things. Um, but people can go on there and if they want to get stuck in themselves, that's completely fine. Um, but for people who don't want to know even how to connect everything together with code and yeah. imp- bedding functions and custom values and such like it literally is everything there so essentially it replaces um, CRM so it's a complete CRM system Uh, your websites your sales funnels landing pages uh, your all it integrates all your social media platforms you can create and host your courses memberships subscriptions Uh, it's your email marketing platform your email marketing campaigns uh, reputation management, which people mm-hmm. often forget about. Uh, payments can be done through there. It's all integrated with Stripe. Uh, or tracking and analytics. Um, that's that's a key area mm-hmm. that I find many small businesses neglect the numbers or don't know what's working um, without realising that that's one of the key things that they should be focusing on. So there's, there's that ability to see on like a dashboard mm-hmm. um, everything that's working for them. Yeah. Now, it's still quite a, a new venture for you. So what, what kinds of businesses have you found have been using it so far? There are lots of businesses using it already. Uh, so and that is anything from therapists, people with e-commerce, because you can sell products on there mm-hmm. as well. Um, car valeters, electricians, there's a, and obviously all the all the tutors are on there, but it really doesn't it really doesn't matter what profession you're in um what we're doing at the moment is that we're trying to build it because it was originally we've collated a lot of stuff that's educational based but now we're just kind of putting templates on there which are more applicable to every industry so if you've got a yoga studio there's something on there to help you get started um but anybody that needs to keep in contact with their customers really and and through email and automation is the, is the big thing. Yeah, yeah. So let, let's have a bit of a chat about networking now. I think to start with, networking wasn't something that you really enjoyed that much or saw the value of, was it? <laughs> no, <laughs> absolutely not. It's um, I, I found it really difficult. Um, and the only reason I started doing it is because being self-employed and running your own business is, it can be really, it can be a lonely place. Mm. And even friends and family that you talk to, they've not really got any idea of the pressure you're under to kind of juggle all the balls and wear all the hats, so to speak. Um, 
people just see you as being lucky to be good at what you're doing with no employer I think <laughs> um, so I originally tried networking during the lockdown um, and it was very difficult for me it's not something that I was at all comfortable with uh, because I prefer listening to other people than talking about myself mm-hmm. um, but I felt that I really had nothing to offer other mm. business owners when I was in there so I I know now that it's not just about who is in the room Um, but when you're talking about GCSE maths and English this is not something you're likely to catch somebody at exactly the right time for when you're networking Um, and this can be quite demoralizing when attending meetings and nobody specifically wants to talk to you or nobody makes a beeline for you Um, and like I say you get people say oh I've got a friend who's got a a child and (laughs) and and it it becomes it becomes quite strange so because I prefer listening to others and it was really really good for me to learn about them and that's kind of where my best solution came about because I thought well actually I do do something I have got this platform I can help these businesses and I need to be here in a different capacity to tutoring because I've actually got something that I hear everybody wants Mm. or everybody needs. Um, So that's when I started attending things in uh, as a different business. And and I realized there were photographers and and painters and all kinds of people um, that really, really needed like my tutors. They've set up a business. They've got no support. They've got no knowledge of the business side of things. Um, little or no money to get started and mm-hmm. um, as we all do endlessly struggle with admin tasks <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so what, what difference would you say that networking makes to your your business now oh it's a, it's a huge difference because because uh, although we've got the capacity you can log on to the website you can click buy it now and you can go in it's not something that I want to develop in that particular way I don't want hundreds of firms um, just randomly using it without me knowing them Mm -hmm. it's it's nice I like to get to know who I'm working with because then I can help them Um, and especially because I'm dealing with startup small businesses um, it's nice to be able to develop the platform and develop content on there that is specific for them Um, because the more we can the more that we can work with uh businesses in the beginning the better we can make this platform for other people coming in Mm. so it's really important that I get to know people and like with all networking it's that no like and trust people buy from people yeah um and and it's just nice to to chat with people and learn a bit about them and be able to help them yeah and is networking something that you um, encourage your clients to do as well Yeah, absolutely. And coming from where I did and being quite uncomfortable, uh, there's a lot of people that uh, I I was speaking to a a lady that makes her own jewellery the other day. And she said, "Mm, that's not really for me. Networking's not really for me. And it's it literally is about getting you out there. Now, I've I've tried lots of different networking events. Some they've all got their place, but some Mm -hmm. are more welcoming and relaxed and others mm-hmm. um the initial ones I attended uh as I think what was it called a substitute delegate or candidate or something mm-hmm. um not really for me but I recently attended a speed 
I was going to say speed dating, <laughs> um, a, a, a speed networking, which if you've got um, a, a product-based business, I would say is, is fantastic mm-hmm. because normally at networking events, you get to speak to a few people and then you get that awkward, should I move on? Where do I go <laughs> yeah. to? Who do I talk to? Who do yeah. I need to talk to? And and you can spend quite a lot of time talking to one person. But this speed event was really interesting because you had five minutes and I got to speak to 20, 20 or so people uh, that I would never have spoken to and probably 10 of them maybe I'm not likely to speak to again mm-hmm. or if you were in a jewellery making business. But it allows you to make those connections and then you can follow up those connections yeah. on LinkedIn and again, it's not just about the person that you talk to. It's about the person that knows the person that knows the person. Yeah. Um, so from that perspective, I thought that was a that was a really good that was a really good event. Yeah. And so finally, Estelle, if people are interested in finding out more about you and uh, my business solution, what is the best place for them to find you? I'm not difficult to find, to be honest. <laughs> um, uh, so I've got, uh, I'm on LinkedIn, I'm on all the social media platforms, but the best place is the website. So www.mybiz, that's B-I-Z, mybizsolution.uk. Uh, so all of the, you can contact me through all of the f- forms or numbers or everything on there. Lovely. My, my advice to anybody networking, if I could just give a mm. little bit of advice to anybody, is do remember that we were all there at one time we all I still get daunted sometimes but it is a daunting feeling walking into a room of strangers and that pressure of explaining what you do in 60 seconds (laughs) um the imposter syndrome the anxiety um it's all there but once you essentially I think find your tribe as they say um and and you will be welcomed but everybody everybody is human and human interaction human connection it's a powerful thing and we all we all need it we all crave it um but just put your big girl pants on and get in there <laughs> stick with it <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely absolutely and if it if you don't if you find it's not working just try a different event because yeah. they're not all the same yeah um so it's just keep on trying and you'll find what what fits with you I know I did so yeah but yeah Great advice. Thank you very much for being my guest, Estelle. Thank you very much for having me. It's been lovely to talk to you. Thanks for listening to Small Business Big Network. If you found this podcast useful, please do rate, review and subscribe. And don't forget to share it with the rest of your network too.